0: On today's edition of the show, the Florida Panthers go into Toronto after upsetting the Boston Bruins and immediately go into Toronto and pick up a win on the road to take home ice advantage away from the Toronto Maple Leafs.
1: Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome into this Wednesday, May 3rd edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at monoman 12 Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You can also follow the show account on Instagram as well at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And thank you for the everydayers who come here every single day to get your daily Florida Panthers fix and today's episode is brought to you by game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on NHL to get $20 off your first purchase so the Florida Panthers they go into Toronto very short turnaround like we spoke about on the crossover episode with Mike DiStefano and David Morissuti of Locked On Leafs man and great for the Florida Panthers that they had that opportunity to get their momentum going from one series to another, not a lot of rest, get the good, good feelings going still. And to pick up a four to two win over the Toronto Maple Leafs and their first game one win since 1997 over the New York Rangers and on today's show, it happens to be a Wednesday, which means it is a Winans Wednesday edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, a live edition on the, of the show on, on YouTube. Jacob, welcome to a victorious Winans Wednesday, my friend.
1: Oh, man, it is night and day from what we were talking about last time uh, when we were grasping at straws, looking for some kind of hope uh, to pull for the Panthers series against Boston Uh little did we know that they were going to pull off a, a miraculous comeback and a huge upset and uh, here we are now talking about a game one win uh, which they haven't done in my lifetime uh this is I was born in 2000 this is the first time they've ever won a game one in a playoff series since I've been on this earth so it is a it's a good night and uh, we've already uh, it, there's a lot there's a lot to be happy about there's a lot to uh, break down about that game uh, there's a lot of chatter about how the, we've already surpassed last year's team and in uh, and postseason success. And there's uh, a lot of good feelings, but there's also a lot of work still to do and a lot of stuff we can talk about uh, going forward for the rest of this series, because I do think it'll be a long one.
0: Yes, no doubt. It'll definitely be a long one for 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 the Florida Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs and. I was four. I was three, going on four, when the Florida Panthers won Game One against the New York Rangers. Mark Messier, Wayne Gretzky, and former Florida Panthers assistant coach Ulf Samuelson was on that New York Rangers team, where the Florida Panthers won Game One and then ended up losing that series in uh, five five games to the to the Broadway Blue Shirts. But this was a this was a game going into this one where a little bit of a Maybe gamesmanship for the Florida Panthers, where Alex Lyon was in the starter's crease in, in, in morning skate, and and also with on the Toronto Maple Leaf side of things, uh, Elias Samsonov uh, getting a little bit of a stinger up, up high in warmups and down down on the ice a little bit um, before the game, but he ends up uh, playing the Florida Panthers. This was this was a game where in the beginning you smell the Florida Panthers really really smelled trouble. Where they went to the box twice in the first five minutes. Puck movement for the Toronto Maple Leafs was great in this one. They had so they had quite a few chances. There was a great breakup pass that the that the great breakup shot attempt that Barkov had on Matthew Nyes, right 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 in the low in the low slot too. But man, the Panthers survived uh, that that those first two penalty kills. And we spoke about how the Panthers needed to to. Uh, staying an obvious here, Jacob, not perform anywhere close to their 59% PK rate that they were in round one. And look what, and with that survival, a few minutes later, the Florida Panthers on their first goal, Nick Cousins gets it deep to, to, um, download, uh, Chucky gets it to the point Montour, a net. Mark stall on a pinch, uh, to, to get it back to the trapezoid Bennett to Kachuk a shot. And then Nick Cousins on, on the, on the backhand to make it one, nothing a, a, as well. And, And the physicality as well for the Florida Panthers, the Kachuk six hits in the first period and nine on the game, which is a career high for Matthew Kachuk. We knew we we knew that we needed to see Matthew Kachuk take over uh, this uh, this team, this team we saw in round one and it continued in round two.
1: Yeah, um, what I saw in that first period, the the Panthers came out a little bit flat-footed defensively, which, uh, you know, to be expected, uh, given that they just finished a a high-intensity series, uh, probably very draining, it it took them a few minutes to get their legs under them. But I think uh, what Paul Maurice uh, mentioned uh, mid-game in his his comments uh, to Dominic Moore uh, was that that penalty kill uh, had, had not been good. Uh, it was really, really bad against Boston. And, and the Maple Leafs come in with a, a potent, potent power play. Uh, and, and the Panthers, they got two really, really big penalty kills where their penalty kill didn't necessarily look sharp. Uh, they, they gave up a few opportunities, but they had some timely blocks, some timely clears, and uh, Sergei Bobrovsky was the best penalty killer on the team, mm-hmm. uh, again, uh, as is often necessary from your goalie. Uh, And and I think those two penalty kills really gave them a lot of confidence. It seemed to give them a boost and it it swung momentum. Uh, Getting the first goal on the road is always huge, especially in an atmosphere like like the Maple Leafs have. That is a a really rowdy and loud home crowd, and you took them completely out of it. Uh, I thought they played a great road game. Uh, You kill a couple of those penalties, you you play more discipline going forward. And then as we saw against Boston, and then again, it, it carried over this game, Very, very few teams, uh, very, very few lines can hang with the Panthers at Uh, 5-on-5. When when it gets to 5-on-5 hockey, the the Panthers' forecheck really wears teams down. That second line uh, has cycled the puck well. The top line is starting to cycle the puck well. And that third line has had a lot of juice in the last few games. So I feel like the the forecheck at 5-on-5, the physicality, the Panthers can grind teams away. Uh, and really, really uh, lean into the opposing team's defense, uh, in, uh as long as they're playing at five on five, which is where the just really uh, took control of this game, had a had a really strong, tight stranglehold of a grip on on this one uh, once they got to once they got to even strength.
0: Yeah, and they even though the Toronto Maple Leafs outshot the Panthers in the game 36 to 28 uh five on five, the Florida Panthers were the one to actually uh, outshoot the the Toronto Maple Leafs 23 to 20 uh, uh, on the game. And you talk about that third line, there's a few opportunities that the, that they had where Sam Reinhart really put the moves on, on the Leafs defense and Sam Sonoff was there sharp early, a great uh save that he had on Anton Lindell uh it, it, really early on. He was keeping it from being a a a one nothing game, and he he kept it closer than than it was supposed um, than it was supposed to be, and also for the the Florida Panthers, what they had in common here was both in the second and third period, um, going into those periods, they they had leads. They also scored first, where they're five they're five on uh, five and zero in in the in the playoffs right now when they when they score first, so that that's a that's a bonus for for the for the Florida Panthers um, here and also for for the for the panthers i mean yeah they went up to nothing and they gave up the lead they gave up the lead of uh Nine seconds later. I mean, Matthew Nice gets a deflection that ends up deflect um, redirected off Sam Bennett. What a way for Aaron Ekblad to get his first point of the of the series. I mean, Aaron Ekblad hasn't played poorly. Um, even though he missed game four of the Boston series, he, he hasn't played poorly, but this is his first point and a big first point in in the in the in the playoffs. He's a plus seven, um, Jacob, in, in, yep. in the playoffs right now. Um, Aaron Ekblad, I know plus minus isn't the end all be all, but uh, Aaron Ekbod, we haven't had much to complain uh, about him. Yeah, uh, 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 he did get a little crossed up uh, along with Sam Bennett on that Matthew Nines goal, which was a beautiful uh, spinorama uh, attempt as, as well. And, of course, we knew that 2, two um, nothing wasn't going to be a safe lead. I mean, it, it, it was 2-2 at one point. Um, and Ryan O'Reilly with a give-and-go to Kyle Goodis um trying to create a hit on... Ryan O'Reilly and then there's a feed to Michael Button Bunting where he goes backhand forehand to on Sergei Bobrovsky. None of the goals were Sergei Bobrovsky's fault uh, on on the night, but but also how the Florida Panthers th- this is a game where we can't criticize Alexander Barkov. 70% from the faceoff circle and he was he was a big reason why that third goal happened where uh, on a breakout three Toronto Maple Leafs players were looking at Anthony Duclair. All everyone's backs were towards Carter Verhage, and then he goes on the breakaway, going all the way, all the way down, all the way down to beat Samsonov to make it three-two. And again, going into periods with leads—that is crucial and hundred percent on the PK as well. Just an overall great game for 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 this Florida Panthers team, and and for for me, once that Verhage goal scored, which now is a postseason record for the Panthers. I kind of, I kind of, it kind of gave me that feeling that the Panthers were going uh, to win
1: this. I agree with you on that. Um, a, a lot to unpack there. Uh, what I want to focus on from what you said is is definitely uh, give some credit to Ekblad and Barkov. Uh, Ekblad, his, his point production hasn't shown it uh, in the playoffs because uh, Brandon Montour has really taken on the offensive defenseman role, which is fantastic for him. But Ekblad has been a true professional. Uh, he hasn't complained once about moving off of that top power play unit where he thrived last year. Uh, he, he's, he gets out there, he does his job. He's accepted a role as the top shutdown defenseman. Uh, mm-hmm. he chips in offensively for sure, but he doesn't have to carry the point production load from the blue line. And he's really embraced being a, a shutdown defenseman, uh, which he was against Boston to plus plus minus is not the, the biggest stat. That, that we should look to. It's, it's somewhat outdated, but in a playoff series, that is a stat that carries a little more weight than in regular season. And to be a plus minus against the Boston Bruins, uh, that's that's huge. Uh, and to come out and play the way he did tonight, I thought he was excellent. Uh, he had a really active stick, broke up a lot of plays in the neutral zone. The Panthers dominated the neutral zone for, mm-hmm. for long stretches of this game where the Maple Leafs couldn't even break out clean, uh, which was really where the Panthers were able to take control. And then Sasha Barkov was fantastic. Uh, really neutralized Austin Matthews for most of the game. Uh, had a couple of shifts against John Tavares and made him look invisible. And and I think I think the Panthers where uh, where this series is going to be won or lost is going to be up the middle uh, with with the centers. And on paper, the Maple Leafs probably have the advantage with Matthews, Tavares, and and O'Reilly, but. Tonight it was Barkov, it was Bennett, and it was Anton Lindell. Who mm-hmm. the, those are three centers outclassed the Maple Leafs three three centers in this game, and that's that's really all that's really all the difference. Uh, I, I think I think we match up well. I think that kind of style of play, uh, the, the hard forecheck, the out grinding a team that has a ton of skill, I feel like I feel like it's a, a recipe for success in this. Uh, I know we we've been critical of Paul Maurice all year, and, and rightfully so, in, in many cases. But I uh, have to give credit where it's due. This is that kind of playoff style that he was talking about uh, yep. early on, uh, uh, learning how to play this playoff style. They they clamped down in that third period. They didn't let the Leafs back in it. Uh, they got a timely goal to put it away, and and uh, it was it was shut down defense from there. This is this is what what was talked about, and uh, we have to give credit where it's due.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt, big credit. And you think about the the centers outplaying these centers from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Two number one overall picks in Matthews and and, and Tavares, which Matthews and Matthew um, Matthew Kachuk are, in, are were in the same draft uh, too. So, uh, all, so also also something of note. And Matthew Kachuk and uh, Mitch Mar- Mitch Marner were teammates in the OHL. Um, uh, back in back in 2017 so a little bit of a storyline there for for matthew kachuk and uh and mitch marner along with austin matthews and once again great great play from the centers and and of course the the florida panthers containing the guys from the toronto maple leafs but we're going to transition over to segment number two we're going to discuss more about the florida panthers and some of the key stats from tonight's game as the florida panthers go into toronto and win by a final score of four to two in hockey's Mecca. We're going to discuss that next here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about game time and buying your tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easiest way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals, the last minute tickets, and best price guaranteed. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals to tickets right up to the day to the event. Get exclusive deals, tickets for football, basketball, hockey, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Download the GameTime app and create an account. Use code HL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKDOWNHL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Segment number two here on this Wednesday, May 3rd edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast and everydayers on tomorrow's edition of the locked on florida panthers podcast we'll be bringing in steel rodent of locked on fantasy hockey to discuss and preview more of of game two of the florida panthers versus the toronto maple leafs on thursday and li- listen um jacob the also another person who had a great game for for the florida panthers mark Stahl, which he had he had that pinch that resulted in getting the puck down um down down in, in the end boards, but also when Brandon Montour scored on that delayed penalty, he had a, a great screen up front, which Matthew Kachuk, I, I I wasn't sure whether he was cross-checked or interfered by Jake McCabe mm-hmm. in the in, in the Panther zone. And then the Panthers had so much offensive zone time uh in um and and work cycling the puck and then and then Brandon Montour with a rocket of a shot, six goals. In eight playoff games uh, for for Brandon Montour, and every single goal scorer Jacob was from the province of Ontario on, on the night, which is an an incredible, uh, w- which was incredible th- thing that was pointed out by Alex Baumgartner of Five Reasons Sports. Uh, and great great game by Mark Stahl. Um, and for the Panthers, Mitch Marner only had one shot on goal. And even though Austin Matthews had six shots on goal, I really didn't feel that Austin Matthews was so much of a threat tonight. Willie Nylander. Sergey Bobrovsky is going to live his, in his nightmares tonight. He was consistently wreaking havoc on the night. Same thing with John Tavares. Especially towards the end of the game where Sam Bennett was sent to the box on that double minor. And multiple times the... John Tavares had two opportunities up front and Bob was quick to freeze the puck. And also on a wraparound that Barkov, it almost deflected off of Barkov's skate and in too, but the Panthers were able to stop the the superstars, um, which Mitch Marner is uh, nominated for the Selkie trophy uh, th- th- this year as well. But the Panthers, they they found a way to contain, especially those two. What, what did you see about what the Panthers did to contain the superstars of, of the Maple Leafs
1: yeah I, I felt like uh, you know those guys are going to get they're going to get their chances uh, they're they're superstar players they know how to create offense they're going to get some chances Austin Matthews had a had a couple of really good opportunities he came up up the center of the ice one uh, on one opportunity after picking up a new stick from the bench uh, Bobrowski got the best of him uh, he had another chance where Bobrovsky poke-checked him at the last second, and, and Marner had a couple chances where he, used, he went for uh, some shot passes and, and some things like that, but uh, I felt like the the Panthers did a really good job of not giving them any time and space. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, whenever one of those guys got the puck, someone was right in, in their face uh, playing hard defense, and a lot of times it was, it was a guy like Barkov, a guy like Kachuk, a guy like Bennett, uh, guys who are superstar players in their own right, but they they were right there to uh, to do the dirty work on defense, which I think goes a long way, uh, and that's what you talk about when you talk about a two way player. Uh, I I also felt like uh, Babrowski w- was just he made some really timely saves. Um, he, he made he made some really big big saves at big times. Uh, that goes a long way as well. It's demoralizing when a, a star player feels like they've got a golden opportunity and they get robbed uh, by by a goalie. I want to say Bob uh, had three and a half uh, goals saved uh, above expected tonight or something something along those lines. I'm not a huge advanced stats uh, kind of uh, truther, but uh, the the eye test definitely um, backs that up. He, he made a lot of saves that most goalies are not making, uh, which, you know, uh, you don't really know if that's sustainable or if it's not, but uh, they got it tonight, and and the stars were neutralized through a combination of good team defense and really timely goaltending. Um, I love the point you brought up about uh, our goal scorers being from uh, from Ontario. Uh, I think that's a, a really funny point, which you know a lot of guys in the NHL are from Ontario, grew up loving the Maple Leafs, but um, it's got to feel extra sweet scoring in your hometown against your the team you grew up. Uh, cheering for, but another thing that not a ton of people are even aware of is the fact that Carter Rahegi is actually a Toronto Maple Leafs draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um, the Maple Leafs drafted Rahegi and uh, they gave up on him before he ever even played a game. Uh, ended up trading him in a deal, I believe, for Michael Grabner, if I'm not mistaken. Um, may have been Michael Grabner, I, I'm not entirely sure who it was, but uh, they they traded him before he ever got a shot to, to prove himself in Toronto, and uh, that's um. For a guy like Rehegi grew up wanting to be a, a Toronto Maple Leaf, got drafted by them, they give up on him, and now he punishes them in their own home building. Uh, that, that's a really cool storyline to me. I, I think Rehage is a perfect example of a guy who has been an underdog his entire career. Now he's playing on the ultimate underdog right now in the playoffs, and he is shining uh, with another game-winning goal.
0: Yeah, and uh, I don't know what the shooting percentage is on the top of my head. I'm I, I I should actually I'm gonna research that for tomorrow's show. Um, so gonna make a note of that. But Carter Hagee, definitely the the best uh, shooter that the Florida Panthers have as far as will willingness to snipe the puck, and 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 for and and just how Maple Leaf strap pick, and then um playing that 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 role with uh. With a, a not big role, excuse me, with the Tampa Bay Lightning and, and still and them letting them go, and then um, Florida, the Florida Panthers just using that to 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 their advantage as well. And man, aren't aren't we glad to see Carter Verhage in a in a Florida Panthers uniform? And one more thing about going back to your Sergey Bobrovsky point: nine for nine in saves on on the PK, and just incredible that the and and it, it like I said mentioned earlier, the the first two PKs. Um and Paul Maurice even said it that they're gonna get they're he they've accepted the fact that they're gonna be going to the box more often uh than than their than their opponents. So it, it's uh it's you know that and that's something that I've started also to um to just accept uh as far as this version uh, uh, of the of the Florida Panthers. But so, but hey. We're we're not complaining. It's it's a it's a win. It's a road win as well. And and honestly, with the way road teams are are playing in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs, I think we should call it road ice advantage instead instead of the other way around. Um, because of of how of the Florida Panthers four four and one on the road versus one and two two at, at home. Uh, for those uh keeping score, uh, when it comes to that, so. Uh, the the momentum the momentum for the Panthers carrying on, and and the Florida Panthers getting, setting that tone early for 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 this series and like like we said it's it's going to be a long series still so we we can't expect Matthews and Marner to be contained um, for for long so we we just gotta continue that this carries on to the the rest of the series but in segment number three we're going to discuss more about preparing for Game 2, and we are going to discuss the schedule release for the rest of the series. We're going to discuss that next here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Third and final segment here on this Wednesday, May 3rd edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast where the Florida Panthers are coming off a 4-2 road win over the Toronto Maple Leafs. And it's funny because (laughs) I had a lot of I had a lot of uh, people at me today about my pick for for this series, and I said Leafs and six, and people are like, "I can't believe you didn't pick the Panthers." But what if I told you that it might have been by design, so I don't get disappointed, and when they do win, it, excuse me, if slash when they do, that it just feels so much sweeter. And when you lower your expectations, the victory feels so much sweeter. And look what happened in, look what happened in, uh, in, in the previous series, I couldn't be happier to be wrong. And I wouldn't be happier to be wrong in, in in this one. But of course it's one game. There's still six games max, uh, left in, in this series. And Jacob, the schedule was released two hours before puck drop. Uh, Surprised that we we saw the schedule as late as they did. You would think that with one game seven on Monday night, you would think that the NHL would have so many different contingency plans for if the Devils had won versus if the New York Rangers had won, and the NHL didn't have to worry about booking Madison Square Garden because of the Knicks being in the in the postseason as well. Which, by the way, the Heat have nothing to hang their hat, ha- hat on. Uh, with barely losing against the New York Knicks without Jimmy Butler, they should feel confident going into Saturday. By the way, that's my quick uh, that's my quick take on the on the Heat series. Which go to listen to Locked On Heat with uh, David Ramil and Wes Goldberg as they break down that game. But the the rest of the schedule for the Florida Panthers. Uh, thir- we knew that Thursday uh, that game two would be on Thursday, 7 p.m. on TNT. But the rest of the of the series, two days rest. Sunday um game game uh, 3 in Sunrise Florida 6:30 on TBS. Game 4 another 2 days off uh wh- where the Florida Panthers will be at home against the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's on ESPN and then game 5 is on Friday, May 12th, Um game 6 Sunday in Florida and then game 7 would be on a Tuesday, which means if there's a game 7 that means we would have a wine in Wednesday by the way if if that were to happen and that would oh, be boy. on T- TNT. Um so also <laughs> The home games don't conflict with the Miami Heat, neither. So very, very great situation uh, that 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 the Florida Panthers did, and that was a request. But the NHL also messed up, and I said this in our chat, they messed up by scheduling game two of Edmonton, Vegas on Friday, and then changed it. They announced it publicly and then changed it to Saturday. Oh big mess up by by the by the NHL. But I think that also has to do with the fact that the Florida Panthers really wanted to request that that game, that game not on Saturday, um, to not conflict with the Heat, even though their game on Saturday is a 330 game. But the Panthers, you know what's the great thing about this, Jacob? The fact that who they're playing, we know that with the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're never. They're not going to put the Toronto Maple Leafs in an afternoon slot on a weekend. They're going to put them in the right. primetime slot. When in round one, they were putting the Maple Leafs and the Rangers at the same time in prime time, and the world is going to see the Florida Panthers, which is beautiful.
1: I agree, and I, I want to point out that the Panthers-Bruins series was the most watched series in the first round uh, of any of any series in the NHL. Um, that number came out. Uh, just a little bit ago um, earlier tonight, but a couple things that I really, really love about the scheduling um, one last year was so painful and it actually literally had an impact on, on the team success uh, in, in that second round against the Tampa Bay lightning. When the scheduling conflicted with the Miami heat and you could literally see the difference in the crowd uh, between the second round against the lightning and the first round against the capitals. It was a combination of a 30 minute earlier than the first round puck drop. And the crowd was having to pick heat or Panthers. Um, we're not going to have that problem this year. And I think that was intentionally done by the NHL, which I do really appreciate uh, from the league by making sure that that's the case. Um, on a personal note, you know, I'm a big basketball guy. Uh, we went to the Heat versus Magic game here in uh, Miami North in Orlando uh, earlier this year, and uh, it's really nice. For, it's really nice for us to get to enjoy both of our teams and their playoff runs right now. Uh, I see a couple of the comments about the Heat and Knicks Scott Foster disaster class tonight. Terrible, terrible officiating to end that game. But it's all right. We'll, we're winning that series in five. But um, I, I think I think uh, scheduling wise, this works out for the Panthers for a number of reasons one primetime primetime television that's huge um that, that's really big and, and being the underdog i feel like most of the hockey world is rooting for the panthers to upset uh, the, the toronto maple leafs cuz the maple leafs are not a very well liked team outside of toronto um mm-hmm. so that's one thing panthers are going to pick up a lot of fans uh through this run and then another thing that really helps them is the fact that i think it i think it sets up a really really good situation for them as far as rest recovery I feel like right now they're in such a groove on the road. You want that next that next road game to come sooner rather than later, which is great. Uh, that, that's what's going to happen. They're going to have one day off, and then they're going to have that, that game two on the road where they've been playing really well away from home. And then you get to come home, and then the rest happens at home, which is big. Uh, having, having that extra day off at home versus having that extra day off on the road, it's beneficial to the home team uh, that – that's a travel day for Toronto, and they're coming to uh, an area where it, it, it's not the same as as resting at home or with your family or whatever the case may be. Uh, so I, I think the Panthers having that extra rest take place at home is really beneficial. The Panthers have been dominant at home uh, a lot of the time, not so much in the playoffs recently, but uh, the way they've been playing on the road, if you smell blood in the water and you end up taking a stealing another game in Toronto, you can come home and and, and really put your foot down on this team. So I think I think the Panthers are set up in a really great situation as far as the scheduling is concerned. And then um, if you take care of business on the road, you, you somehow come out of Toronto with two wins. Uh, the the original mission is already accomplished. You, you took home ice back. You won a game in Toronto, which is always the gold standard of, of how you have to approach a series, at least steal one on the road. But if you can get two, this is a whole different story. And I think the Panthers are set up very nicely for that.
0: Yeah the the funniest thing and and thankfully I happened to refresh my Instagram uh uh for Bleacher Report which they pointed out from the previous series against the Toronto Maple Leafs two fans going in there with um Tampa Bay Lightning jerseys and those same fans going to uh the 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 game in Florida Panthers uh yeah. apparel as well just Tell it's like tell me you hate the Leafs without telling me you hate the Leafs in, in that those situation. same
1: those same fans there were also uh, photos of them wearing Coyotes jerseys earlier in the year They that that <laughs> I yeah, did not those, know that yep I saw it just before we went on on Twitter those <laughs> fans have been at Leafs games all year wearing whatever the opponent is they're wearing their, the, the the opponent's jersey that's amazing
0: and yeah and yeah going back to the Miami North uh, comment when you and I went to go see the heat against the magic earlier but let's relate that to the Panthers and Leafs as far as the away fans as well the the Panthers um, and the Viola family Matthew Caldwell restricting addresses from Canada uh, to buy tickets and then apparently according to George Richards that was lifted uh, based on the zip code but you know they're' there's a lot of Lee fans in the us as well so i, I think it's still going to be a good uh good amount of blue in, in the crowd of course we saw a lot. i i went to game 4 and 6 uh of the boston series and there's a lot of black and gold but listen uh, the, the that i don't i didn't think that really intimidated the panthers too that was a still still a very very loud arena um for for the two games that i went to the two home games that i went to there so I'm I'm very I'm very very looking forward to when the when the Florida Panthers do return home. And listen, it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better if they do in 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 fact get a, a win on the road because that that would only that because there might be leaf fans that might think about purchasing a ticket and if they go down 0-2, it it might it it might change their mind about purchasing a ticket and we we might not see as much of a sea of blue as anticipated so that's why i'm hoping more importantly that the florida panthers do in fact go up 2-0 against the toronto maple leafs on the road so that we don't see that sea of blue at fla live arena because it it's uh it's very telling uh based on you couldn't tell in the tampa series as much because their colors match but you you could you could possibly tell in 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 this upcoming We'll, we'll know definitely for sure on sunday that's for sure but but Jacob, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this Winans Wednesday edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. We are celebrating a victory tonight, and hopefully another victory uh, on Thursday night. So thank you once again for joining me. Tell everybody where they can follow you online.
1: Definitely, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jacob and Eight. Uh, I'm always here on Wednesdays. I uh, appreciate everyone in the comments and and everyone watching, uh, both live and when this uh, is is up uh, tomorrow. But yes uh like armando said the arena there's definitely going to be at least a, a good amount of leafs fans so please if you can pack that building uh make it an incredible environment and um yeah buckle up this should be a good series
0: oh it's definitely gonna be a fun one uh jacob and thank you so much and i will see you next week my friend
1: looking forward to it thanks
0: and if you like what you're hearing Please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to subscribe to the other shows on the Lockdown NHL Network, including Lockdown NHL, Lockdown Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone, and Steve Roden, and Lockdown NHL Prospect. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. and for everydayers make sure to come back tomorrow on on Wednesday on Thursday's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast where we'll be bringing in steel Roden of Locked On fantasy hockey to preview game two of the Florida Panthers versus Toronto Maple Leafs matchup so I'm Armando Velez with Jacob Winans and you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast part of the Locked On podcast network where it's your team every day